everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Cine Gang. 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 Men of Gang. culture, how are mm-hmm. you? We're so culturally, <laughs> we're so culturally <laughs> men of culture, but um, <laughs> it sounds very dignified, no? I know, oh, and that's, that's the last thing you would, that's the last word you would use to describe us, no? Cultured. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go there, but fine, it's again. <laughs> yeah. How are you guys? And are you are you guys excited for this episode? Because me, to be honest, I'm I'm excited because there's a lot about what we're gonna be talking about today that I don't know about. So this is gonna be like a whole new world for me. Oh, actually, yung parang ano ano. I think it's uh, hindi lang hindi lang ikaw, Richie. Actually, feeling ko tayong lahat, no? Because this is a uh, something that is not as prevalent in the Filipino dining scene that mm-hmm. I hope will be you know, um, more popular in the future. Uh, right. parang, uh, siguro in the past five years, it's talaga in the dining scene. So there's a lot to know about wine. Drinking mm-hmm. wine, mm-hmm. enjoying wine, appreciating wine. Because um, if you lang kung Hinebra lang ang pag-uusapan natin. Marami na tayong alam doon, di ba? O kaya mm-hmm. yung uh, beer, di ba? Yan, marami tayong... Mm-hmm. We have a lot of friends na gumagawa na ng craft beer. So so we know a lot about uh, beers, uh, gins, uh, spirits, ganyan. Pero yung wine, medyo... Kumbaga, if may nagtanong ng wine sa dinner conversation, tayo yung tumatahimik. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, but but it's it's becoming a more prevalent ano now, eh, pairing in our meals, be it whatever cuisine. And more and more outfits have been selling wines, wine pairings, um, wine dinners, and wine tastings, even no, uh, here in the metro. So it's exciting. It's a good time to understand wine and to appreciate and love it in Manila. And because of that. Guys, we have a very special guest this evening. Nax, very special. Grabe. Uh, Grabe. I've known this guy since ano, we were we were in ano, we were in grade school. That's how long I've known him. Um, he's been ano, uh, born and raised in Manila. No? Rafael, Rafael yung name niya dito sa bio, but I'll tell you guys what his nickname is later. Never imagined that he would be working in the wine industry. Ako rin eh, kasi kung galing ka sa university, nak sa university, hindi mo naman alam na mapupunta ka sa FNB eh. Usually business yan eh, di ba? Or whatever. Di ba? Entrepreneurial. Um, he moved to New York you know, for college. Then working in finance, he discovered a crazy passion and interest for wine. Wow. Living now in the Bay Area allowed him to visit several wineries which quickly turned into an obsession. Tapos new career na. He's currently the head sommelier a two Michelin star restaurant Aquarello in San Francisco, where he has worked for more than a decade, managing a Wine Spectator Grand Award wine list, which consists of mostly Italian wines, Champagne, and California wines. He's also lead sommelier at Acquire, a hospitality company centered on bringing people together over food and wine by hosting digital events, 
in-person events and offering a number of consulting services where he focuses on managing private client sellers. Guys, tindi nito ah. Yung bio na to na yata yung pinakamahaba natin for a guest. That's how loaded. Nasin, nasindak nga ako sa bio eh. Parang right? gusto ko nang umalis. And I'm not even done yet, guys. Um, <laughs> he has also been invited as guest, ano, as guest som, um, sommelier in several high-profile food and wine events. It's just, wow, naririnig at nababasa ko lang to ah. Yung Pebble Beach Food and Wine. LA Food and Wine, as well as the Four Seasons Maui Food and Wine Classic, to name a few. It's like we're reading off of, ano, no, yung intro sa Top Chef, di ba? The Food and Wine yes. Classic in Aspen. Di ba? Yung mga ganun. Yeah, mga ganyan. Oh my gosh. He loves going to Hawaii with his wife and two children and could not wait to be able to travel again. Guys, I would want to introduce none other than my good friend, Pepel Santos. Woohoo! Hey guys, yeah. nice to meet you. Musta? Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Yeah, guys, si Pepel is a good childhood friend of mine. We've known each other since we were like this, this tall, this small. Uh, like really small. So, kids. mga niya, no? Mga 50 years ago. <laughs> hey, hey, sorry, malimat ko, malimat ko. Malimat mo dyan. <laughs> ten, Parang ten years. Na. Ten, ten years. <laughs> pero, pero legit 35 years siguro. Legit. Wow. Yes, wow. Kasi, yeah, yeah, no? Yeah, yeah, kasi, yeah. Kasi magka-batch kami sa grade school. So, yeah. I mean... <laughs> yeah, so you know each other from the batch, di ba? Um, yeah. Whenever I would go to San Francisco, um, well, people would really ano, take some time off from work and try to take me around. Well, not naman take time off. Pag tapos na siya sa work, sasabihin niya, let's meet up, man. Let's have a food oh. trip. He took me to this place, ano? Farolito, if I'm not El mistaken. Farolito, oh, like parang uh, one of the OG places for um, yung mission burrito. Kasi alam mo naman sa, mm. sa, sa Mexico, di ba, iba yung burrito dun sa San Francisco mission burrito, which is the burrito as you know it with the rice and everything. And Farolito okay. is one of my favorite parang places. So dinala ko si Chef Ed dun uh, after what, a few drinks uh, at this uh, Japanese whiskey bar, di ba? Yeah. Say, say naman, naman, say naman, yeah. Fun, fun. That's 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 the nice thing about knowing people within the ano, alcohol industry. They will take you to the best spots. Maging high-end man or hole in the wall spots na type na type natin. No? Um yeah, so I'll 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 go straight to the point, Pepel. Um kami kasi, uh, mas food talaga. Mas food yung mm-hmm. alam namin, kabisado namin dito sa Pilipinas. Kami ni Sharwin and ni Richie, no? Um, you have been living in the US for how many years now? 20 years? More? Yeah, 20 years. 20 years. Um, ang na-curious ako, especially for someone like us, no? We came from university. And from university, you don't know what your career path will be, be it business, uh, marketing, etc., hindi ka naman mapupunta sa FNB eh. Paano ka napunta sa mundo ng pagiging sommelier? So, um, uh, when I graduated uh, in New York, uh, so I, I went to Fordham, I worked in finance. Uh, because of the exposure siguro that I got working in finance, you know, like mga team dinners, client dinners, whatever, parang bigla akong na, napasubo sa, you know, like there's just, wine on the table, someone else orders it, but so there's this dinner, that's my wine. And para something about that click, no? it was like, Oi, masarap it's good. So I started to question, parang, well, why do I think it's good? Um, you know, ano bang, uh, like, parang na-curious ako, bakit ba siya masarap? Is it because I'm just getting drunk during, you know, uh, a nice meal? Uh, or is it actually yung mga flavors and whatnot? So, 
um, you know, because of that curiosity, parang I started to visit uh, a few of the wineries out here in, in Napa. Uh, and I would just ask the, the, probably the same questions. So this is what I always tell people. I would ask 20 like of the same questions to 20 different people and you can get different answers. And so, you know, you ask the same question to this guy, to their neighbor, uh, to the neighbor, ganyan, and you kind of start your education that way. Ako, it's just a curiosity. Kaya ako napunta dun sa, sa world na yon. And so, uh, you know, when the market crash happened of, uh, what, 2008, bigla ko like, okay, so what do I want to do, no? like, in life? Uh, do I want to continue on this path? Or is this an opportunity for me to kind of uh, see what else is out there? And mm-hmm. what happened feet. was... Oh, Mejo. Like, oh, okay. parang, parang there is an opportunity. And I was like, wait, pero I'm interested in wine. And back in, back in that year, I still didn't have any kids. So, wala pa. So, parang pwede pa akong mag, you know, parang, I'm, I'm very risk averse. But during that time, I was like, you know what? Baka uh, pwede, baka ito. So, let's, let's kind of see what's up. And so, I studied, you know, on my own. I was, you know, visiting like a few different wineries. Um, and then, I studied for the quartermaster sommeliers. I, I passed uh, the first two levels. Um, and, you know, from there, I just kind of started to, you know, explore opportunities. That was, uh, I started out as a restaurant uh, as an intern, kind of like, hey, I, I just want to learn. Um, you know, I don't really know anything about wine, but, you know, you put your nose down, you put your head down, and you just, like, work and, and try to get better every day. That was, you know, from there. Um, I've been so uh, you, you, know. you there's a is there like uh I know you started by just asking uh questions from from wineries and yeah. such pero meron bang school like for example somebody's listening in now and they really love wine they want to work with wines parang is there like a specific talagang school or meron ka lang like a s- online seminar or something how do you get educated with wines so that's that's a great question because uh, um I, I guess like i wanted to also but i'm you guys as chefs no um how do you become chefs diba? there there are certain people who go through culinary school and then they start they stage and all of that uh but i also in in my experience uh you know have seen people who have no culinary school background, just wanted to like learn, put their nose down. And usually those guys are actually the ones who excel. They have the passion. They're like, you know what? I didn't have the background or the culinary like degree, but I just like put my head down and, and did that. Now, that being said, um, there are ways uh, for you to learn about wines. No, there are not necessarily like particular, um, classes or online things that I could recommend. But, you know, the most popular tracks would probably be, you know, the WSET program, which I'm sure you've heard of. Like a lot of people, I think in the Philippines have been taking their WSETs and that's kind of the path towards uh, being a master of wine. Your your what? Your W? WSETs. I think it's a UK-based testing body that stands for Wine and Spirits Education Trust. Uh, if oh. I'm not mistaken. So I, I actually didn't go through that program. Mm. Um, I think Enderan has that program. Yes. yes. Oh. Enderan has that. Yeah. Mm. yeah a, lot of, a lot of people in the Philippines and in Asia actually like do their W sets. Um, and uh, I would recommend that for anyone from a hobbyist to someone who actually just wants to lay the groundwork for a possible career. 
in the beverage industry, you know, because I think that, you know, the W sets as well as, you know, the court of masters sommeliers, they're both testing bodies, uh, two different, uh, I guess, testing bodies where the court of masters sommeliers focuses more on service. Young W sets, I think uh, it makes more sense, um, you know, especially to someone who wants to get their start because it provides a nice framework and a structure Dunsa education, uh, if you may. And then from there, parang, I guess, dependent on the opportunities that will be around uh, and, and also your dedication to it. No? But you know, even as a hobbyist, if you start from there, um, I think uh, that's a good way to start about uh, learning about wine. Pala. Uh, I have a question, Pebble. Um, sure. Uh, being a layman, uh, uh, someone who really, I have zero knowledge about wine or anything like that. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, being a sommelier, what, uh, for those like me that aren't really familiar, now, what, is the, what is the importance of having a sommelier in, your esta- uh, in, an, in, an, in an establishment? And do you see it as a, um, how do you say it? I don't want to say lucrative, but a uh, as a career, is it a fulfilling career? Is you know what I mean mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. those out there that might be interested as well? Right. So I'm. Uh, I guess uh, first things first. I think, but uh, on the value of of a sommelier is all about um, that big umbrella of hospitality, right? Being a hospitalian. Because like as a sommelier, I'm not just limited to and just the wine guy, right? I'm there bussing tables. I'm there making sure that the guest feels comfortable. And, you know, parang, uh, I am the one who is responsible for, you know, talking to every table at our establishment and selling them wine. Pero at the same time, you know, I'm still there uh, to kind of just make them feel at ease and comfortable and all that. And, you know, it's an experience. It's a two mission star experience. And so parang, I find that the level of hospitality that you should get is like really high. Mm-hmm. And so parang, that's the value add without even factoring in the bottom line. Now, as a sommelier, what do we do? Uh, you know, we actually, uh, we obviously drive profits up because we sell alcohol. Uh, alcohol is uh, something that, uh, you know, we could sell a bottle of wine that's, you know, 50, 60 bucks, or we could sell a bottle of wine that's several thousand dollars. What that does to the bottom line, I think is priceless. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Shempre, we add we add those sales and there's markup on top of that, et cetera, et cetera. Pero uh, I think that, you know, just being like present, uh, I think justifies like our, our being at the restaurant, no, just young being a hospitalian again. Uh, right. Second I part like of that the, term. Huh? I like that term guys. Hospitalian. Hospitalian. <laughs> It's a better it's a better word to ano eh, encompass what we do eh. Yes, yes, diba? yes. That's so, why. Parang as kaysa sa FNB guy, diba? Or alam mo mm. yun, parang Kasi uh, I think kaysa hostess. The, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yan, yan, yan. Mm. <laughs> GRO? Then ako lang, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, pero uh, ang actually yung yung term na hospitality, I think you could uh Search that also because a lot of OGs that came before me, uh, who are master sommeliers and or just like amazing people in the service industry here in the states, uh, you know, have used that term. Because at the end of the day, that's what we do. Parang it's all about the hospitality. It's about the service, and it's not servitude. It's service, right? It's like making the guest parang number one. Yun lang. 
I mean, at the end of the, at the end of the day, you know, I don't know, man. That's that's our goal, right? Dude, I got so distracted. And I mean, there's <laughs> some questions, Rich. As a career, oh, I think would you. Uh, I I would highly recommend it because uh, I guess, well, for me, <laughs> I get paid to drink. That's not bad, right? <laughs> so, but <laughs> bottom line, but you get paid to drink really expensive wine. Um, but that's the, the the glory part of it, right? Of course, you don't see like the back end where. You know, kind of like being a chef. Uh, people see you, oh, and they see chef, celebrity chef, ganyan. You know, it just like shows up and, you know, luto-luto na konti, tas okay na. Pero it's the hard work that goes into building a wine list. It's breaking down the boxes. It's like stacking the boxes. It's receiving inventory. It's like all of these things also go into it. But what the people see and what you want them to see, at least the guests, is all, parang, we're just here for you, right? And so, but mm-hmm. you see the glorious part of it, but all the hard work that gets into it, the study, the tasting, all of that, you know, it's all, it's all a part of it. Um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I fell into, a, I mean, I, I did finance for a few years and then uh, I fell into this career and I've been doing it for over a decade now. So parang, that kind of tells you where my heart's at. I'm still very happy, very fulfilled. And, you know, it's one of those things that I just found my place in the sun. A lot of people are asking, oh, are you are you thinking of moving like, you know, to this restaurant? What's the next goal for you? And I'm like, well, there's no real goal. Like, I'm very happy where I'm at. Uh, I don't need to work at a three-star Michelin restaurant. But there's no ladder, yeah? But I'm just mm. content and happy uh, providing the level of service that I, I am at the current place that I'm at because I also find uh, our restaurant is like my home. And so, you know, but I'm welcoming in our guests to, to the home to like just giving them the good service, them coming back. But it's just old friends. It's relationships and all that. So I'm very happy where I'm at. So no no real reason for me to move. I just found my place in the sun. Hope that answered it. <laughs> no no regrets. Yeah. No regrets. No regrets. So. Yeah, I have a yeah. You mentioned about uh, your restaurant being a two Michelin starred restaurant. Diba? Like, mm-hmm. kasali yung sommelier and the wine list, that adds up to the star, right? Well, yeah. it, it really depends because Michelin says it's all about the food. Diba? Sabi nila, mm. it's all about the food. Uh, but you really don't know. Like, you know, is it the ambiance? Is it the experience? Is it the wine list? So, our wine list, we have a 109-page wine list. We what? have... What? Yes. Page? 109, 109 pages. Page? Yeah. So, wow. so our wine list, uh, we were the 75th restaurant in the world to get the Wine Spectator Grand Award in three glasses. Um, so, wow. very... And, and, but I'm doing that with not a single bottle of Bordeaux or Burgundy. It's just all... Mm-hmm. It's mostly Italian wines. Uh, champagne is the only French wine we have. And then there's some California and Oregon, but it's basically like 85 to 90 percent of the list. Maybe 85 percent of the list is Italian wine. Uh, and to be able to achieve that, um, parang, uh, the grand award with that focus, I think is like pretty special. Damn, so yeah. hundred nine pages. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm and, still and, stuck on the number. Yeah, like, pe- we have pe- we have around like uh, I think about eighteen to twenty thousand physical bottles that it's all what the squirrel, hell? squirreled away. <laughs> Pare, Pepe, you, you've tried all of these bottles. No, I mean you've tried every single. Uh, yeah. But most of kalaw. them, because every single bottle that I open at the restaurant, I taste. Mm. Every single by the glass wine before uh. it hits the table, I taste. Every single by the bottle that anyone pays for, I taste. 
and I usually taste in front of the guest. Um, I mean, not I don't have a geared on or anything, but I'm coming service station in the middle. Uh, What's a geared? Sorry for those who yung, don't yung, know. I sorry, yung geared on yung uh, parang, parang wine cart. That old school. Okay. Like I think back in the seventies or eighties, usyon eh. Like you know where people would do sole munir, like parang table side. Ah, uh, so, so yung parang ano, parang katriton pero high end. Parang katriton na. Ang naisip ko, ang naisip ko dim sum karte. Eh. Yun yun yun, sakto bro, sakto. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so so merong mga ibang restaurants who would roll up their dim sum cart. Pero may mga wine don or don yung wine service don siya magdedikan or something like that. Kami we just have a like a small table in the middle where everyone could see us. Tapos we taste the wine there. Um, but yeah, most of these wines, I mean, I should know about because I'm the one who's talking to a guest about it, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I know enough about each of the bottles that I could at least hold an intelligent conversation and make a recommendation. Um, the reason I haven't tasted everything is because when you have, you know, parang these old bottles, like something from 1952 or like 55. Course, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes I've only had it like two times and you know they're varying experiences sometimes i've never had it mm-hmm. from this particular producer because it's the one and only bottle that we have um oh. so being that our restaurant's been open since 1989 um you know we've kind of amassed oh. this cellar uh nah, you know just goes back to like before we had a bottle from the 40s so oh, yeah. yeah so i so was you're... gonna ask about oh. that eh. like Uh-oh. Meron bang bottle of wine na since you've been there, hindi na na-order? And then, ano ba yun? Nagmamahal ba yun? Will it get more expensive? And ito ba yung sabi nila na you age like fine wine? Alam Mas mo, sumasarap ba yan? Yeah, so, so mm, I think it's good that you bring that up. Kasi I wanted to touch on ano bang masarap, right? So flavor and what is good is subjective, correct? So parang... Yes. If Absolutely. you taste, if you have not tasted old wine, and then you taste something, let's say from the 60s, will it give you the same amount of pleasure as what you expect of like, let's say, uh, Cabernet from 2017? Pero this is what's supposed to be good. Tapos you taste something from the 60s. So good, it could yeah. be as good, pero like what is good to you? So subjective, taste is very subjective. Uh, so could it be a sound bottle of wine where it's not flawed? Absolutely. Pero yung experience ng what's better is depending on your palate and your expectation. So I wouldn't sell someone who's expecting uh, a young Cabernet, like a Barolo from the 60s. Because it just doesn't make sense, diba? Gets, gets. This is, this is fascinating. It's <laughs> food, diba? Because parang... Kasi parang it's the same eh. Um, the way you said it, yung parang is, let's say, it, walang flaw yung wine. Mm-mm. Pero is it the flavor that they're looking for? Right. Oftentimes, we would hear, tayo, tayong tatlo, we would hear complaints, di ba? Uh, about, you know, from social media, yung mga tao na this restaurant daw serves, the, the food is bad, blah, blah, blah. And then we go there, we try the food. There's nothing wrong with the food. Right. It's perfectly executed. Ayaw mo lang yung taste na yun. Right. Or ayaw mo lang yung dish na yun. Di ba? Yung sabi nila, bakit ito maasim? Eh kasi maasim dapat right. talaga yung dish na yun. And I think ganun, essentially that's what you're saying, di ba? With, with, with wine, ganun din. Dapat yung wine taste that you're looking for, 
is the one that you will enjoy the most. Yeah, I think... doesn't matter how old. And, and I think that's where we come into the picture, you know, as, as songlays. But it's all about communication. But it's all about being able to talk to the guest and within less than a minute, figure out what they want as the experience, right? So parang, we have to know our list well enough na parang what, what I actually do is I try to ask binary questions to get to what the guest actually wants because not everyone could verbalize what they want, diba? So mm-hmm. parang, kung, kunyari, I, I guess like another food analogy that I like to give is when people tell me, oh, could you recommend a good wine? I'm just like, what's, what's good? Diba? good sayo? If I bring you to like the most expensive, best example of, uh, let's say, Mexican restaurant, no? uh, let's say like, you know, you, you, what's that one in Mexico City? Is it Puyol or something? Like that? Oh, I bring you there or something. But the expectation mo is Japanese. Like, how does that make sense? Diba? So parang I brought you to the best example of what I could bring you sa what I think is good, but then iba pala expectation mo. So, parang you're gonna think it's not a great experience. And so, kailangan, parang kailangan basa mo yung guest. Kailangan, kailangan maintindihan mo what their wants are, and then like from there, make a recommendation. So, parang you get data points according to what they want, and then you kind of lead them down that path. It's interesting kasi, ako very basic when I was still a student in culinary school. Oo. How our instructor said, it's not how old it was. Kasi, what if that certain year, that certain vintage, there was a frost dun sa area nung ano, nung where the grapes are mm. uh, planted or whatever, or harvested. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> or picked. <laughs> and the grapes are picked. Mm. Or, or dra- ano pala, uh, there was a drought or something, or there was a war or something. So, diba, nung year na yon. So, pangit yung vintage nung year na yon. So, not necessarily luma, masarap. Mm-hmm. Diba kasi usually, ganun, parang, wow, whiskey, 21 years, sarap yan. Mm-hmm. Pero diba, so, pwedeng hindi eh. Pwedeng iba-iba eh. So, oh, isa pa yun, it. like, uh, you know, one thing that I always think about is, you know, people equate price to pleasure. Like, parang, ito price mahal. Price to pleasure. Mm-hmm. So, ito masarap. Like, I hmm. should I should like this because it's expensive. Or I shouldn't like this because it's cheap. Nah. I mean, you know, I, I disagree with that. But that's the, uh, uh, sometimes parang, it's a status symbol more than it is actually what it is and so like like yung ano just yesterday nag-leak ang ano resibo ni James Harden from a strip bar Nako. his bill was like 100k I think or even more 140k nakita ko oh it's then a light mostly, day mostly <laughs> dollars ha hindi peso sa dollars 140k is that a light day light day for then, James ano, yeah and then <laughs> kaya na pamahal may breakdown Nandun yung yung the most expensive champagne daw yung Ace of Spades. Oo. Nandun. Sa so, loob-loob ko, masarap ba talaga yan o status symbol lang yan kasi sa mga club lang yan nila ano eh. Ano uh, mo ba yung story ng Ace of Spades? No, no, no. I just know so, na I heard lang kasi there's a new year, there's a new casino here in the Philippines uh-oh. opened like less than 10 years ago. Ano lang, New Year's Eve may nagbukas daw ng Ace of Spades so it became news parang wow, pare may umorder ng Ace of Spades. Yun lang. Yeah, that's why I know about it. Uh-oh. That's all I know about it. So what is it ba? De, so uh, I guess baka mapatagal kwentuhan. Sap ng kwentuhan natin De, eh. Pero uh, at tawag mo dun, um, yung history ng Ace of Spades. Do you remember when Jay-Z uh, used to rap about Crystal? I think mga mid-90s yes. or something. He stopped. Kasi I think may nangyari. Someone said something from the Roder house na parang, you know, just 
it, it wasn't that good. Parang, oh, we don't like rappers drinking our, our wines or something like that. Um, and, and so Jay-Z being, you know, who he is, you know, he's a businessman. Right? That's it. He actually said, well, fuck you guys. And basically started his own champagne label. Enter oh, hey. Armand de Brignac uh, from Champagne in France. Uh, and that's basically, that was Mr. Carter's uh, champagne. And I think no he just sold it, or at least part of it recently, uh, in the past two years for, I don't know, God knows what amount of money. But uh, yeah, so that's his brand. So Ace of Spades wow. is owned by Jay-Z? Yeah, or was. But like, she yung principal, she yung principal non yeah, so like all of the, like he really like you know he he really marketed that very well um you know it's in that gold bottle or the rosé in that like shiny pink bottle um but i mean you know obviously like all of the players like when when draymond like when they won the the championships and draymond opened like a 20 liter of that and started spraying everyone in the club so they all support each other but yeah yun yung ace of spades sorry <laughs> Yung pagka sinispray yung ganyan, dapat nakabuka yung bibig mo. Da, Kasi da, sayang dapat, naman. Kung... Sayang. <laughs> Tsaka on top of that, meron ng 20% gratuity yun eh. So kailangan sulitin mo na. <laughs> Man, I saw. I saw doon sa ano, doon sa resibo nga ni James Harden. May 20% gratuity. His bill was just around 90k talaga. Umabot ng 140k. That's a gratuity, then yeah. service charge yeah. pa. Taxes pa. So, or taxes yata or something. At, Kaya umabot yeah, ng taxes. 140. Hi, yup. And with that piece of trivia, we are ending part one of our very fun conversation with my good friend Pepel Santos. No, Learning a lot, guys. Learning a lot. So please tune in to part two of our conversation with sommelier extraordinaire Pepel. Pepel. 